Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cup of Joe. You're listening to Halos in the Infield. If you haven't known that already, then you need to see a doctor. <laughs> <You're li> <laughs> I'm here with my good buddy, Todd Fox. But before we get started, before we get started, did you sneeze right now? Is that, are you okay? I coughed. I'm sorry. Did you cough? Did you, did you need Sudafed? Anything like that? No, no, I'm good. See, people think we're, we're talking from different areas of the city, but we're actually right next to each other. There's a black cardboard, like foam board in between us. <laughs> With different lighting, so we're actually right next to each other. I can actually feel Todd's hand on my knee right now. Yeah, it's comfortable. What can I say? <laughs> it's a comfortable knee. I've been told that before. You're listening to the Halos in the Infield podcast, brought to you in part by Noble Ale Works, just outside of Angel Stadium and the Honda Center. You can head on down there and get drink specials just by mentioning Halos in the Infield. It's like magic magic you say the words and it appears in front of you it's out of control also brought to you in part by say it with me todd seven one for tickets whoa 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 <laughs> wait a minute you were on about an octave up hold on a second okay seven one for tickets seven one for tickets seven one four tickets is the place to go to get 10 percent off of any ticket purchases just by also mentioning h-i-t-i halos in the infield now the business is out of the way. This is a very, very uh, important episode. This is uh, again, we're, uh, part of the series of Get to Know Your Halo in the Infield. We did Fernando last week, which was great. He told us about all the different crimes he committed and stuff like that. It was a <laughs> very interesting video. And also, and now we're getting on with Todd Fox. And hopefully down the line, we'll be able to talk to the other Halos too. And uh, that way, everybody gets an idea of who they're listening to and why they're wasting their time with us. <laughs> So, who is Todd Fox is the name of this episode. Mm. We're, we're all dying to know. We want to know all the deep, dark secrets, which he's not going to answer. I've already asked him. And he just said he's not going to. <laughs> well, that question is not kid-friendly, but go ahead. Yeah, there was that one time in <laughs> South Korea that we're not going to mention. Uh, Todd, mm -hmm. so I believe it was the month of August. You were an 18-year-old, young, strapping young man lost in the jungles of Vietnam. <laughs> yes. You were lost in there for over a month, and I believe they rescued you and you were able to get out. Uh, mm -hmm. do, you recall, do you recall any of that and what you went through? No, I just remember watching a movie like that. But, uh, you know, no, no, I was not in Vietnam. That was before my time. So, wow, that was the war was I, I, the weird thing about this story is he was lost in the jungles, but it was 26 years after the, the war actually took place. So that's a whole <laughs> other story we'll get into. Yes. Todd, Todd, Halos in the infield. Uh, is, is it your child? Was it were, were you uh, <clears throat> teamed up with the great Fernando? We talked a little bit with Fernando about it and how you guys came up with it and he mentioned he mentioned you. Uh, how did how did it start out between you two? Uh, well, we were at Angel Central first. Uh, you know, or at least I was. Uh, was running it with JC. JC kind of picked me up to do just some commentary and stuff because he liked to do a lot of lives, but they were like really random, and so like there wasn't really any kind of um, there wasn't any kind of uh, direction towards anything he was doing. So he just asked me, hey, man, you want to get on and talk Angels baseball after a game? And so then that's when I came up with a post-game idea. And I was only going to do it a couple times a week, but we had such big engagement because that page has, like, still to this day, four times the amount that we have. Um, it, it just it flourished. It, it blew up. And um, so I thought, man, you know, this is pretty cool. I like being 
with the the audience. And then what was funny is we did, it was like a month into the season. We were kind of recapping April and JC was like, Hey man, let's bring a couple fans on that are always in the comments. And one of them was, was, um, was my future wife. And one was Fernando. And, oh, thank uh, thank God my... you said Fernando. <laughs> well, we are married though. Me and Fernando. Oh, are you? Oh, hey, oh okay. this page. Yeah. I wasn't invited. I didn't know. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We had a shotgun wedding. Um, Ooh. <laughs> but uh, I won't tell you who was pregnant. Um, <laughs> but well, what it was, it was like me and Fernando instantly clicked. And I told JC, hey, man, I want this guy on as part of the crew. And at the same time, like I met Steve Lee on there and we kind of like vibed a little bit and began a, a friendship at first. So those two things were in the mix. And I guess long story short, um, you know, me and JC really didn't see eye to eye. He was micromanaging a lot when I'm like, Hey man, if, if this isn't going to be fun, you know, I'm not getting paid for this. If, if it's not gonna be fun, I don't want to be a part of it. And it's sort of like, I, I, I gave up. And then Fernando was like, Hey man, why don't we just start our own thing? And that's how it started. Well, it's always money with you, Todd. <laughs> okay. We know that it's, it's always that it always <laughs> comes down to that. <laughs> I didn't get my contract. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the $500 million contract from no, uh, Artie. No, he never he, did get that to you, huh? You're supposed no, to mail that to you. He he wrote it on on a piece of paper and crayon, and I I think those things aren't legally bond uh, binding. So crayon isn't something about colored <laughs> wax. It's just not legal. <laughs> Ink is legal, but colored wax isn't. It doesn't make any sense. It's weird. It is weird. Where did you? Uh, where were you born? What city were you born in? Or what country? Inglewood. Always <laughs> up to no good. Ingle California. That's a country in itself. Have you ever been there? <laughs> yes, I lived Have you there. Been there. Have you been there recently? I was yeah, just there I yesterday, actually. Well, the part of Inglewood I was in uh, is actually a lot nicer than it used to be, mm -hmm. so I'll give it that. Yeah, I, I was I was at a red light and and uh, I was right next to a I forget the street I was on. I, I believe I was on Manchester, but it was right by a church's chicken. Mm. And I'm right there at the red light, and I just happen to look to my right, and there's just this woman walking by, and she decides to drop chow and urinate all over the sidewalk. So oh, that was nice. fun. That was nice. very nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, went, it's like I actually rolled the window down. Went, woo! Good one. That's a nice steady stream you got there. Wow, that's really nice. I kept telling her, but she looked at me like I was like I was crazy. <laughs> She's like, "Who's that? That guy in the truck? Who's that nutty guy?" But yeah, no, Inglewood's actually. I saw the new in, uh, Intuit dome and how it looks, and mm -hmm. it looks like a big Easter egg. Yeah, it's really cool looking. I like the way it looks, and of course, SoFi is beautiful and massive. It looks like yeah. a Star Wars ship just landed in the middle of a parking lot. It's crazy. Yeah, it looks it looks really weird. It looks like something that belongs in Vegas for sure. But, yeah, but I but I will tell you, driving by what I used to know as the Fabulous Forum, mm -hmm. and the and it's got a new paint job. It looks great. But man, did I have some great memories just shoot back when I passed by that building. King Games, Lakers, a few concerts I went to there. Really, really. Just a lot of memories from that place. Great building. Oh, yeah. I was actually there that inf infamous night when my sister <clears throat> snuck me in or took me because she said, oh, I'm just going to a friend's house. But she went with her boyfriend because she was way older than me. And um, she got me into Guns N' Roses and Metallica corn opening. So wow. That was at the forum. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That That's nice. The, that's the night where Axel got pissed off, didn't want to do the show. And uh, <laughs> some fans lit the seats on fire. So that was awesome. 
Oh, nice. So pyrotechnics, all that was involved. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That was not. <laughs> that was not. That was scary for me. Let's just say that. Yeah, that happened. I went to a, a Black Sabbath concert at the Universal Amphitheater. Used to be called, I believe. And I guess the guy OD'd backstage. Oh, actually, it was. It was uh, Motorhead. Do you remember that, Ben? Oh yeah, Motorhead. Motorhead's awesome. So, yeah. so Lemmy. They said he was sick, but I heard. I knew. Uh, a guy I went with as a security guard, he was able to go back and find out what happened. He, I guess he, he passed out or something like that. So they took him out. So they, so they took all, they had all their equipment up and then they started taking it down. The crowd's going nuts, like pissed. And I just saw cushions, seat cushions on fire, spinning like UFOs over the, from the balcony above me going into the wow. ground. And I remember thinking, okay, there's the exit. I may have to book it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Sabbath came on and saved the day. So that was nice. That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> but anyway, so Inglewood, California. You grew up in Inglewood. How long did you live there? Uh, so I, I would say two months before the riots. And and Ooh. I real quick story on that. My dad used to drive up Florence to Downey because he worked in Downey at the time. And that was before the 105 freeway. And knowing my dad and the car that he drove, which was an old Toyota Corolla, I forget. It was like an 87 or something. You know, damn well, my dad would have been like, hey, what's all these people in the street for? Let me pull over and find out. You know, (laughs) my dad would have been Reginald Denny like 10 times over. And that's. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. He he I don't think he would have made it. I think that was divine intervention that we knew nothing of the riots, obviously, like nobody else did either. Yeah. But we just happened, you know, because my mom was just egging him on like, hey, you know what? Like, you know, Todd's going to be going to junior high at some point. Uh, you know, it's a rough neighborhood where we're at. He's the only white kid there. You know what I mean? And he's spending for himself. He's doing okay. But your job is like an hour away through traffic and everything. You know, shouldn't we go over there? And we found an apartment in Downey and we moved two months before the riots. Wow. That's insane. I remember all that unfolding. That was a crazy, crazy time. Absolutely. Wow, man. Okay. So you moved down to Downey. You're over there. You're hanging out, having a good time. Mm-hmm. How, how long were you guys down there? Oh, we moved a lot. Uh, that's one thing that, you know, my mom never really worked because she always like would take care of kids and kids in the neighborhood and stuff. So like, like my dad struggled, he had a back injury. I mean, we, we grew up, I grew up freaking poor. There was a couple times where, um, we almost, well, we got, we almost got kicked out uh, <clears throat> of our apartment. Uh, we had no vehicle at the time, a uh, friend just out of nowhere, gave my dad a car for a dollar because that's how much he had to pay. You, you couldn't freely give a car over and transfer it into someone else's name. I think it was yeah. a DMV law. So he had to sell it to my dad for a dollar. And it was funny because my dad <laughs> didn't have a dollar. You know, at I the, write you a check. Yeah. And so, so like the guy that was right there was like, hey, look, I'll give you a dollar. And he gave it to my dad. My dad handed it over to the guy and there you go. So <laughs> it was stuff like that. I mean, like yeah. when you, when you go to your fridge and there's nothing there to eat or you're, sometimes like the only meal you had was like chocolate bars that you sold the, the from those kid drives it's like dude <laughs> <laughs> it was rough man i'll tell hey, you but um i say i the same way you know we, we, it's, it's what builds character right yeah you, yeah so you, was, you open up that fridge and there's no food and then you just look at the cat and you go <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> but it was it was just one of those uh character building things i think i was yep. uh, i never never i never understood people that were born with a silver spoon in their mouth i never understood uh how people could be greedy at times uh i never understood how people can't like lend a hand like i was always taught you know like whenever someone was moving whether it was a neighbor whether it was a friend a church member 
you know, just hand out, you know, like go for it, you know, like you got to help, you got to, no matter what. Yeah. And so I guess a lot of that I, I owe to my mom, you know, she, she did the best that she could. Uh, and my dad did too, but like he was, you know, often injured, had bad jobs and, and you know, going back and forth. So, I mean, it, it was rough till I'd say about high school, finally when things calmed down, but uh, yeah, it was, it was rough. <laughs> That's when you started selling yourself on the street corner, right? <laughs> That's so when I made money. the money. Yeah. That's when you made the money. <laughs> it was Todd walking around. Todd's a tall man. You see him walking around on those heels. It's it's majestic. Yeah, I'm about seven feet with those. <laughs> <laughs> I just recently met your your dad too. And it's, the guy's a great guy. Love the guy. I, I I could see myself sitting there just talking to him for hours. Oh yeah, he's that type. He will he will reel you in and we'll talk about so you mentioned you either mention God, uh, baseball, or trains, especially trains, and <laughs> try to get away from him is is very difficult. <laughs> yeah, he's he's cool. All right, so yeah, so you guys are moving around, hey, you know, rough rough early life. A lot of us have gone through it, building character. That's that's mm -hmm. that's the best way to go. We were born with sporks in our mouths. Yeah. So then you, so then uh, have you? Did you move? Now you're a Seattle Seahawks fan. Mm -hmm. Did you did you move upstate at any point? Yeah, I did. I did for about almost a year, but for the most part, um, I only got a chance to go up there when I was, I want to say 14 or 15, I think it was 94 94 or 93. It was, oh, it was 13. Cause my, my mom's, she has seven, she had seven brothers. And so, uh, four of them moved up to the Pacific Northwest. And I remember that was like the treat, like best summer ever because he took me up there to see <clears throat> uh, and and, uh, and another time to see the sonics when they were up there so i started rooting for the sonics and then um because i wasn't really into basketball and, but seeing them live in the key arena and then he took me to the kingdom to see the seahawks so those are my first two teams outside the angels because my dad had took he had raised me as an angel fan i was third generation angel fan his his father was an angel fan he was an angel fan and so it just trickled down to me so i was never going to be a mariners fan although i did like ken griffey until 95 yeah I mean, it was hard not to like that guy he was a yeah amazing ball player wow okay so hey so you said trickle down to you angels fan what's the first i guess uh <clears throat> i guess if there was a moment what was the first moment that you just said oh yeah this is my team i know it wasn't recently <laughs> um no i i will say this though my first memory it's probably one of the saddest memories because it was, it was 86 and I was six years old and my dad had worked, like I said, a lot of crappy jobs. So he was, when he was home, it was like rare. And so, and it seemed like we were always in debt. So it was the, the famous game four or game five where the angels were one pitch away. Yeah. And he had, I think around the seventh inning or eighth inning, he told my mom, man, I can't wait to celebrate. He's right there with his brother and he's a he's, uh, he looked at me and he told me I'm gonna throw you up in the air. Watch out, you know. He kept like teasing me. He go and he goes he goes we're gonna um we're we're gonna pop these sodas and you could spray them everywhere, Todd. Like like I don't care, you know. Like like he was just excited, right? And he's like I can't believe they're gonna make the World Series. And I was jazzed up. I didn't know what he was talking about except he was getting excited by the Angels. And uh and he kept you know he kept looking down on me happy. And then things got real somber. And then I just remember for a while like the game he was just on pins and needles. And when they lost, I distinctively remember a lot when he said, I don't think they're going to win again. They're done. 
<laughs> and and I, I don't remember watching game six or seven with him. And I remember years later, I, I remembered that moment. I said, how did you know they were done already? He goes, nobody comes back from that. You saw how they were. I'm like, dad, I was six years old. I, I, I see it now. I get it now. But back then, it's like, hey, you're a pretty good prognosticator. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was depressing. Mm-hmm. Very, very depressing. Well, I mean, that's they handed us a lot of seasons like that. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what the, the 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 time they became my team, I think, was '95. Uh, like like '95, I watched every game. Another every depressing game. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the that, season was great. It was the ending that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was when I was like, I picked up Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, and I, you know, I was like, you know, I was playing that. And then I was just all into the Angels in '95. I thought, man, this is our year. We're gonna we're gonna take it. And I still remember when they took on Cleveland, and that was like the series of all series, you know, because it was Angels, Cleveland, two best records, and the Angels took two out of three. And we, I was telling my dad, I'm like, this team's gonna do it. We're gonna be in the playoffs. I know it. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> and I could just hear your dad in the background going, "Told you." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He tells why you don't talk. What do you see? I'll see you spraying that soda now. <laughs> Man, yeah, that, it's. I I just remember my whole childhood, just being teased constantly by Dodger fans, and also just we just never seemed to cut it. Like we just, even the the seasons where we where we looked like we were, you know, there was some promise, and oh man, we got some great players, and mm-hmm. and then just flat, you know, it's just. It was like that, gosh, really up until 2002, because even then that season, we had a great start, but I was expecting us to just fall flat again towards the end of the season. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, wild card. What, what's that? What's a wild yeah. card? And, and, you know, and then it just, that year was just craziness. But um, yeah, it's just always been like that. I've been an Angels fan my entire life. Mm. Uh, my father my grandfather they just i just was born into it and so i my furthest memories are being at angel stadium or anaheim stadium at the time and i just remember growing up there that's just like that was the place i went to but we just never had anything to really talk about yeah angel game yeah who's playing Ah, who cares (laughs) let's just go let's get some hot dogs so we just went I mean, it was one of those things when they were when they were California Angels and they had the CA. That was my favorite time right there. 90s. And I, I, and I, 90s. Yeah, and I felt like when, you know, because uh, reading what happened afterwards, I mean, you don't have the social media back then and stuff. Yeah. You really have to do a deep dive to know what was going on or read the newspapers. And I wasn't really a newspaper guy. But I remember how the Angels, it seemed like they ditched those jerseys right after they 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 fell on their face. Like they wanted a new identity. And I think Disney owned at I think at the time like 30 or 40 percent of the team. Um, because it wasn't they weren't gonna get the rest of it, I think, till 97 or 98 when Autry passed. So yeah. they put their stamp on them when there's ugly <clears throat> pinstripes. And even though I yeah. bought the jersey for nostalgia, like I got the home on the road now, I still don't like those jerseys or the the logo, man. I I, I, hate I, it. I, I bought it when it came out. I actually liked the cap. The cap didn't bother me that much. I like the logo, I didn't care for the powder blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, button up on top, but the jersey I bought it then. Um, but it, it just I remember even thinking at the time too, like this is not their best look. Nope, no. <laughs> by far. Matter yeah. of fact, it's got to be their worst, and it still is their worst look. But yeah, you're right. I think they went one more season in '96, 
but that was the season when uh, they started to tear down the uh, football stands that mm-hmm. were in the outfield. And I remember all that back area was bare and they had the, the scoreboard dropped down low so you could see it up in the outfield. And, and um, I remember, I believe they had some uh, on the, uh, on the programs and brochures, they had like the, the California logo, but it looked like it was being broken, like concrete, like if there was yeah. a construction site or something like that. And uh, I remember just wondering, well, what's going to happen? Are they going to pull the big A back? That would be awesome. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but I, no. but I did get it, which is a cool, and I still have it. Um, it's a, it's an orange hard helmet, construction helmet, and it has the angels uh, with the base with the cross bat logo mm-hmm. on in front, and it has my name in the back. Oh wow! And I got that through someone mm-hmm. I knew at work who somehow got invited for a tour through the construction site of angel stadium before it became Edison international. And he came up to me and he had a lisp. He's like, Hey, I'm a Dodger fan. I want to go there. He goes, you want this? You're the only angel fan I know. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I thought it was a game or something. He's giving me, and I'm like, Oh wow. This is a tour to the stadium. So I was like excited. So we got toured down. Uh, my wife went with me. We went down in where the, uh, the dugout seats are at behind home plate. That was like amazing to me. I couldn't believe that was happening. And, Everything was all concreted out. The seats were gone. They were going to start putting in the new seats and stuff. And it was a really, really cool uh, experience to be able to see all the different, you know, the behind the scenes areas that you normally can't walk through. And oh, I remember, yeah. yeah, I just remember the, I remember the first uh, spring training game there too against the Dodgers. We lost that game, <laughs> but I remember walking in and smelling the fresh paint walking in. And I just remember all that stuff. The big, big A was green. I thought that was strange. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> That was they didn't do their color right. I think the Angels no. have never done that. They they should have had bright red seats like the Reds or other teams, uh, especially with the 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 jersey the way they got it now. But I'll tell you though, one of my first memories in Edison. I don't think it was the first game. It was a few games into it, and I want to say it was for the Water Boy. Uh, Adam Sandler was promoting it, right? Okay. And they gave away uh, Adam Sandler throughout the first pitch. It was a sold out game. And they had given away white T-shirts of the Water Boy to everybody, right? That that came through. And it's funny because I think it was in the seventh inning they were trying to rally, and some fans started waving the shirts. They took them off and started waving. Then I think later in the inning the entire crowd was doing it, and <laughs> I remember like getting goosebumps and pinching my dad and telling him like like Is this real? You know, like, 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 and he was like, this feels like a playoff game. And I'm like, this might be the closest thing we get to a playoff. <laughs> and it was, it was great. I mean, the, the place was electric. And I thought, man, this is, I would like to see this someday in person. I would like to see the angels in postseason. Cause up until then I didn't know what a playoff game was like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had, uh, so I, I with other sports, uh, a lot of people hate this, but I am a Kings fan. <laughs> so there were some playoff appearances when Wayne Gretzky was on the Kings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I was able to experience that. Very, very exciting. Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> well, football wasn't around in the 90s. Uh, everybody left in 94. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't have it. Unless you were a, a Dodgers fan. But the Dodgers fans didn't really – I mean, how many – I don't exactly know how many postseason appearances they made after 88. Not- not, not many. many. No, not too many. Yeah. And I don't think they did because I know they were producing rookie of the years back to back to back. Yeah. But they weren't really winning any games. They were they yeah. were sort of middle of the road too. 
Yeah, so it just wasn't anything really going on in that in that way. But but when O2 came along, I'll tell you what, the towels, yeah, that sounds cool, but those thunder sticks, yeah, when when they got going in that stadium, that was insane. Insane. I mean, that was you talk about electric. That that's that was craziness. Yeah, I think it all started with the branding because yep. whoever's idea was to go opposite of the Dodgers and wear the Angels and bring back the halo and everything was was brilliant i mean that that that's it's an understatement because i think going from 2001 where you could kind of see like the team molding a little bit but still not there yet and oh two i i didn't i thought they were going to be okay but i didn't think they were going to be you know i I thought they had a chance for a postseason run but i didn't think they were going to be like spectacular and especially after the way they started everyone knows the six and 14 but um it was it was great to see I, i thought because the entire time the Angels were in that, uh, whatever they called those jerseys, they have a name for them. Um, the there wasn't a – yeah, there you go, Periwinkle. Periwinkle, yeah. yeah. And there wasn't that, like, unification <clears throat> to where all the fans had something on Periwinkle. <laughs> it wasn't a good look. Uh, but when the Angels went to red, I mean, even before they, they reached the postseason or, or were threatening the postseason – the fans bought in, dude. I know I did. I bought a bunch of Angels gear, and um, the fan. I think that helped unify it too. And like you said, those thunder sticks. I went to Game One of the World Series, and that was freaking loud, dude. Yeah, they're loud. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I remember hearing they were changing their uniforms that year, and I remember getting. I was at work, and I got on our computer, and of course, at that time we had dial up, so you're just hearing. <laughs> And then you just see the logo like coming down. <laughs> it's barely starting to come out. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was like when you're waiting for that dirty picture. Okay, I see your shoulders. <laughs> All right. A couple more. Hey, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. A couple more minutes. I'm going to really get some good good scenery here. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that's coming down. And I see the big A with a halo. And I'm thinking the 80s because it's not the fat A. It's a thinner A. And then mm-hmm. I'm noticing some slight differences. I go, the halos are back. Well, 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 and I immediately got excited because there's our logo. Mm-hmm. Really, with all of our logo, and I and don't get me wrong, the CA in the '90s, I love the CA from the late '60s. I love. That's another logo I love. I love the lowercase a halo with the halo tilted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I like all their logos, even the A with the wing on the cap. I like that logo. It's not my favorite, but I like it. Uh, but um, when I saw that, I thought, oh, that's us. You know, that's who we are. And then I saw the hats were red. I went, red? Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> that shocked me, you know. But, yeah, I took to it. I liked it a lot. I liked it. Now I'm kind of wishing they kind of go back to the navy blue and red, but I'm just yeah. old. I'm just old. Hanging on no. to old times. No, I like it. I, especially I like when they do the retro look. I think that's one of my yeah. favorite looks. It's a classy look. I just like it. Baseball-wise, it just looks nice. The white with the dark navy blue and the red bill. and It just looks good and um, i think i think it's time because we've we've done 22 years of this you know and i think it, it, this this reminds me a lot about the seahawks too i mean the seahawks they switched their logos i believe in mm-hmm. 2002 or 2001 and um they had that long ago yeah and they hadn't wow worn, they hadn't worn their throwbacks not once until this year so you know and, and everyone loved them so they worn them again against dallas when they weren't supposed to so it's it's a it's a good look, and and I think for the Angels, like like I get envious that you look at the Twins, the Royals, 
Uh, other teams have gone back in, in Brewers and gone back to like a retro look or just the retros in general. Yeah. They look great. And I think the Angels should do that on a more consistent basis or just, like you said, find a medium or a middle ground between this logo and the 80s or 90s logo. Yeah. But well, they should definitely do more throwback dates uh, and and try to push the sale of those jerseys. I think if, if Hardy's going to try to make any money off of us, uh, if he sold some retro jerseys with some new guys' names on them, I think people would get that. You know, there's guys that are like watching, whether it's Trout or any of the younger guys, Nettle. I mean, mm-hmm. to get an 80s jersey or a, or a 1971 jersey with Nettle's name on the back, if you're a fan of his, I think that would be cool. And I think those are that those are some items that would sell, I, w- I would think anyway. But we all know he's not going to do that. But we're all ready for Star Wars Day, right? Yes, we are. Star we're Wars ready. Day is coming. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna wear my not so uh, movie accurate Chewbacca mask. To there the you game. go. Because <laughs> because I don't have any more paper bags. <laughs> well, Todd, so so you've you've lived a, a long crazy life of violence and drug abuse. What what else is there? <laughs> your your addiction to to many things. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Where do you see? Uh, what are your What are your plans for Halos in the infield? What do you see for us into the future? Um, I just you feel good because I'm your new employee. <laughs> I'm seeing more sponsors. If I have to look into a crystal ball, uh, we're working on that uh, to to get us actually out of the red because this is a, a a dog and pony show that we've had to support ourselves. Uh, you know, we don't get much help outside of the, you know, the sponsors we do and that's minimum at, you know, we love them and everything, but it's not really like a, a thing where, you know, these other sites have, you know, full on pay and, uh, and, you know, we get support from the fans too. Um, and we've done a lot of things for the fans. I mean, last year we gave away a gang of shirts at our cost. Uh, we gave away a lot of stuff during the post game shows, um, during live events that we set up, whether it be feeding people, you know, that all came out of our pockets and it's not like we're complaining about, it. we love doing it. We just wish we could do more. And I think that's going to be something, a goal for us this year, despite the team sucking, <laughs> hopefully not, but, um, you know, win or lose, you know, we are a fans podcast. We're a podcast that loves to interact and talk real baseball. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass and you're not going to do the same thing. Um, you know, we, we call it like it is, and there's nothing more that we want to do than to be supportive and to be positive, but I'm not going to sit there like someone on the radio, just say everything's fine every day, every, every night. It's, it's good. Don't worry about it. Just keep consuming the product and paying the money. Right, you are, Todd. Yeah, I mean, that's just. I just feel we we've got a lot to show this year. We got a lot more things. Uh, the the presentations, the shows are going to be much crisper and clearer, and 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 more interactive. I think. Good. That sounds good. I'm excited for you. <laughs> that's all of us, bro. That's all. <laughs> and now I'm going to announce me leaving the organization. <laughs> it was nice being here for a couple of months, but I I'm, I got to move on. I'm sorry, Todd. I got a job with. Uh, um, with uh, the Chivas soccer team. Oh, that makes so, sense. Yeah, it's a podcast. I know nothing about soccer, but they have really cool jerseys. Mm. <laughs> Chivas has that. Uh, is it a goat or? What I think it's it? a goat. Yes, yeah, Chivas. I'm Mexican. I should know this stuff. I don't know what I'm about. <laughs> you should see me ordering tacos at the rest of the local restaurants. Embarrassing. <laughs> Poor pavor. Yeah. Poor pavor. Uh, me gusta. And oh, hold on a second. I'm on my cell phone. <laughs> Google Translate. Gracias. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not that bad, but I am bad. 
Let me I'm get some more pastor tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have a little pastor tacos? Those, those religious ones. Am I going to start? Am I going to start pre preaching scripture here after I eat one of these? <laughs> anyway, Todd, thank you very much for coming on Cup of Joe. I would have offered you a cup of coffee, but you're miles away from me. It wouldn't make any sense. You know, that's the thing. I think that's a brilliant idea. When you do these Cup of Joe uh, things, whether it's uh, interviewing us or just, you know, doing your spiel on here about the angels, you need an actual coffee mug that says Cup of Joe on it. And then oh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. Believe me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a blank white mug and a Sharpie in the back right now. <laughs> and I'm going to put all my art skills to work. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once it's done, I'll show you, but don't laugh. By the way, we're, we've been recording the whole time. You don't have to worry about like the last show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still pissed about oh, that. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's that's funny. I don't know if you want to share that or not. So we had we just did a recording before this with Lee Hacks Hacksaw Hamilton and the legendary <laughs> sports broadcaster. And the man's amazing, too, by the way. I just love that guy to death. Sharp as a tech, man. Oh, He's yeah. Jeez, that guy. He just keeps getting smarter. He's like a, a wine. He keeps aging gr gracefully, and he's he's just getting smarter and smarter, better, whatever. Anyway, dumb me on this new. You, you program. went creepy there for a second, Todd. Yeah, I did. You did. Yeah, I was getting a little couple. I was ready to press the off button. Right, I was. I'm gonna turn this off now. That's that's enough of that. Anyway, after he's aging like fine wine. Yes, he uh, is. <laughs> um, <laughs> We did about a good 15 minutes or so uh, of not recording. And he was hitting the topics like crazy. And it was great. And then I'm like, oh, shit. We're not recording. <laughs> <laughs> Hit record midway through. Oh, man. Oh, God. Like I said, Todd, that's the stuff we're going to be telling our grandchildren. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's rough, gonna... man. That's rough. Yeah. And anyway, <laughs> that's our Tuesday night or Wednesday night or whatever. You don't know, Tuesday night. I'm forgetting yes, where Tuesday. we're at. We're still in February, right? It's 2020. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're still in lockdown, right? For COVID. Yes. That's why we're Good. doing All right. this. I just, uh... just want to make sure. God, I can't forget wearing that mask. Yeah. Remember, only two weeks to, to curb it. We'll be, we'll be good. Yep. We'll be good. We want to thank each and every one of you for joining us again on Cup of Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned to your number one hub for all things angels. That's Halos in the infield. That's all I have.